Welcome to State Lines, where you get the best gambling and sports information in Illinois. Here are your hosts, Jason Gotch and Kevin Berger. We welcome you into a very special edition of State Lines. Kickoff of the 2021 NFL regular season is finally here. The preseason's in the rearview mirror, all the offseason stuff. And we're going to be playing NFL football games for real for the better part of the next five-plus months leading into the Super Bowl in early February. Every week, Kevin Berger, my co-host, along with me, Jason Gotch, will have you covered with the best football and gambling information you're going to find on the dial or on the podcast selection. Let's get right to it, Kevin. A lot of Bears fans looking forward to this game for a long time. The Bears and the Rams as they will play in Los Angeles coming up on Sunday night, national TV audience. Rams, seven and a half point favorite here. Uh, They're 425, minus 425 on the money line. The Bears are plus 320 to win the game outright. The total is 46 and a half. We talked a lot about the Bears over the preseason. Uh, Here they are facing Matthew Stafford, the new Rams quarterback. And of course, Andy Dalton gets the start over the rookie Justin Fields for Matt Nagy's crew. Yeah, uh, Jason, I feel like it's been forever since uh, we actually got to talk about some, um, I guess you could say, football that counts. Um, But I'm glad this this is for me. It's the best time of the year. Finally, college football is already a weekend. We got the NFL starting. And yeah, like I've said the last couple weeks, this is going to be a big, big test for Andy Dalton, Matt Nagy, and crew coming right out week one, as you said, Sunday night game. There's nowhere left to hide. There's nowhere left to run. And um, this game is going to set the tone for the Bears for the entirety of this of this upcoming season. Well, when you look at it, Kev, from the gambler's perspective, this one's hard for me. I'm going to give you a pick here in just a few minutes, but I want to get to your thoughts first on the gambling angle for this one because that 7.5 makes it really difficult. You don't like to give the hook, especially to a team that's favored here with a new quarterback in Matthew Stafford. But then you look at the Bears and you say the offensive line is porous. Uh, how will they do on the road here? What do you think of the line? Anything standing out from your end? Well, um, Jason, I also thought one thing that stood out is the fact that they actually set the over-under at 46 and a half points because I think that's bold of them to assume that uh, there's going to be 47 points scored between these two teams. Um and also, I was kind of shocked that it was set at seven and a half because, as you said, Jason, the, the Bears offense, at least in preseason, it did not look very good. I mean, they had flashes when you saw Justin Fields in there. There were a couple uh, skill position players that stood out, but I, I just don't see the Bears being able to keep this game close unless they're able to take advantage of their familiarity with Matt Stafford. So, I mean, if we're talking about a pick right now, honestly, Jason, I'm probably I'm going to stay away from the money line altogether because I do not think that um, Chicago is going to be able to pull this game out. Not on Sunday night on the road, game one. Over, under, I don't think either of us really ever t- touched that one anyway. But um, I would go ahead and I would take the Rams uh, minus 7.5. I know it's minus 110, so it's not really that great of odds. But, I mean, if you are going to be putting some sort of money on this game, that is where I'm going to t- put mine. Yeah, this one's hard. Overall, just to let the listeners know, i probably stay away from this one, but we always pick the Bears because they are the home state team. I will take the Rams as well, Kev, for a couple of reasons. Number one, that Bears offensive line, I do not trust it. 
Uh, Jason Peters, they better hope uh, off the scrap heap. He was good earlier in his career, but he's 39 years old. Now the starting left tackle for the Bears. They better hope he's up to the challenge. And if he can't protect Andy Dalton, he's not a guy to make things happen in front of a bad offensive line. We saw in Cincinnati when he had a good line, he was pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. When he didn't have a good line, he was bad. He, he gets a lot of passes batted down at the line of scrimmage, going up against a guy like Aaron Donald in that Rams defensive front. I'm going to go the Rams here, minus seven and a half. And also, uh, if I had to pick the total two, I'm going to go ahead and do it here. I'm going to go under the 46 and a half because I just don't see the Bears offense doing all that much. So give me the Rams. Uh, that's the play there for me, but a, a little bit on the uh, total of uh, under 46 and a half. Let's move on here because it is week one. There's a ton of games on the schedule, Kevin, as we roll along here on State Lines. He's Kevin Berger. I'm Jason Gotch. Every week with you, looking at the NFL and some college football as well. Kev, let's get to the next game on our card. The Packers and Saints. This game was supposed to be played down in the Superdome in New Orleans, but instead it will be played in Jacksonville due to the hurricane that hit the New Orleans area a couple of weeks ago. Packers a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They're minus 200. Of course, Aaron Rodgers in uniform after that turmoil during the offseason. Uh, the Saints come back at plus 170 to win the game outright. No Drew Brees. He's now an NBC commentator. It will be Jameis Winston, at quarterback for the Saints and Sean Payton's crew. This total on the game is 49 points. 325 central time kickoff. Give us the angle Kevin Berger is looking at as far as the gambling side goes. Well, Jason, one thing that, st that stood out to me right away is the fact that because of the uh, devastation of Hurricane Ida, this game is being played at a neutral site, everybody. Because the first thing that stood out to me, Jason, is why the Saints were given that given that many points. But that's because they're not playing in the Superdome. Every We all know that playing in the Superdome, it hits differently. However, with that being said, I think this is going to be Jameis Winston's first start in a very, I mean, first full-time start in a very long time. Aaron Rodgers is going to come out ready to prove something, Jason. So um, if it's me, I'm going to be taking the Packers uh, minus the minus three and a half. I know, again, the odds aren't great. It's minus 110 either way. Same thing with the with uh, the over-under for that matter. I know the Saints at plus 170 on the money line doesn't look bad, but I just do, without them being in the, in the Superdome, I do not see them being able to come out with a victory against a very annoyed and motivated Aaron Rodgers. I'm actually on the other side of this one, Kev. I'm going to go with the Saints here, plus the three and a half. I don't know if they win the game, but again, that hook's a big deal for me. I think Jameis Winston's going to be really motivated to show that he is a starting quarterback in the NFL. He did a lot of good things with Tampa Bay, but he, he broke the cardinal rule of playing quarterback. You can't turn over the ball. That was his Achilles heel when he was with the Buccaneers. For him to succeed with the Saints, he's going to have to protect it better. But in this particular game, I'm not going to make a pick as far as who's going to win outright, but I do think the Saints find a way to cover that three and a half on the neutral field in Jacksonville, Florida. So give me the Saints plus the three and a half. One more before we get to a fun prop bet. The 49ers, Kevin, are a seven and a half point favorite. They're minus 365 to win outright on the money line at the Detroit Lions. Plus 280, the Lions come back in Dan Campbell's first game as their head coach with Jared Goff at quarterback. Lions plus 280 to win. Total 44 and a half. Noon kickoff central time at Ford Field in the Motor City. You going on the Motor City Kitties here, the 49ers, or is this one to stay away from? Oh, um, 
Jason, honestly, I I would like to say that this is one to stay away from just because I don't want to have to put my money in the hands of the Detroit Lions. Um, as much as the plus 280, I think, looks good. I know you said Dan Campbell's first game. They're going to be at home at Ford Field. Um, that looks good. But, again, I don't trust Jared Goff. They don't have a ton going on for them. So, I mean, I would tend to stay away from this game. But if it was me, if I had to put some type of money on this game, I'd be looking at the uh, 49ers to cover that minus 7.5. I am going to go uh, with the Lions here. I'm going to take the 7.5 points at home. It looks like Jimmy Garoppolo, even though Kyle Shanahan has been very coy on his quarterback situation, Garoppolo is going to start this game. The Niners should have a pretty good year. But I think, again, the Lions find a way to keep this one close on opening weekend. So give me Detroit plus the seven and a half points. Jared Goff's not a good quarterback, but he's not the worst guy you're going to find either. And I think the Lions find a way to do enough just to win for the gamblers who take them plus the seven and a half. We're going to get to our season win totals next segment. We got uh, eight teams left that we haven't covered. Uh, If you want to bet the season win totals, plus a lot more prop bets, maybe some college football coming up too. But first things first, a fun prop bet for this segment. Here we go, Kevin. More passing touchdowns for the season. Ben Roethlisberger or Trevor Lawrence? Who do you got, the rookie or the vet? Oh, I saw this one, too, uh, the other day. I saw it the other day. Um, Oh, man. You know what, Jason? I am going to say that I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to be able to turn back uh, time a little bit. And I'm going to take uh, the old man in uh, this one. So I'll put my money on Ben. I will join you, Kevin. You know, the only thing that scares me is Roethlisberger is injury prone. And he's been banged up a lot in recent years in that age. But if Ben's healthy, the Steelers like to throw the ball all over the field. So give me Ben Roethlisberger to have more touchdown passes than the rookie Trevor Lawrence. This is State Lines. He's Kevin Berger. I'm Jason Gotcha. We come back season win totals. More looks at games in week one of the NFL season. Later in the show, we'll give you our three best bets against the spread for the week. Lots to do. So little time to do it. Back with more after this. Don't go anywhere. More sports betting talk right after this on State Lines. Staying connected is important in today's world. Whether it's hearing the news of a new baby in the family or calling work to let your boss know you're running late, phone and internet service keep you connected with your world. At AT AT&T, we know that some Americans face life every day without the comfort and security of having a phone or internet service. In certain areas, you may be able to reduce your phone or internet bill with a lifeline discount if you are in a qualifying low-income household. Additional discounts of up to $25 may be available to those living on federally recognized tribal lands where AT&T offers Lifeline. To find out more about Lifeline and other AT&T products and services, call us at 800-288-2020 or go to att.com lifeline if you have access to the internet. Lifeline is a government benefit program and willfully making false statements to obtain this benefit is punishable by fine or imprisonment and could result in termination of Lifeline service. Lifeline enrollment requires certain eligibility documentation and is non-transferable. Limited to one discount per household. AT&T services including Lifeline are not available in all areas. Other restrictions apply. And now back to State Lines with Jason Gotch and Kevin Berger. We welcome you back to State Lines where you get the best sports and gambling information out there. I'm Jason Gotch, joined as always by my co-host, Kevin Berger. A very exciting program for us. 
as we are here. Week one of the NFL season is right in front of us, and we've got you covered from both the football and the gambling angles for all the action in week number one. But before we get back to the individual games, Kevin, throughout the preseason programs we've been doing, we've been going over season win totals for each and every club. We've covered everybody except for eight teams. And in this segment, we're going to do the remaining eight teams. If you want to hear our thoughts on teams you're not going to hear today, go back where you find the podcast and listen to some of our previous programs. But I always remind the listeners that in one game, a lot can go wrong when you bet it. The bad referee call, the injury, somebody throws a boneheaded interception, some defensive back drops a sure interception that would seal the game but doesn't do it. Somebody does, some coach doesn't understand how to manage the clock. One game, you can get bit by all that stuff. Over the course of the 17-game season, if you're betting a team, those things tend to even out. The problem is you got to lock your money for up for about four months till the season's over to make those bets. But if you're willing to do it, you get more true perspective of how a team really is. So let's get started here, Kevin. The New York football giants. Seven wins for Daniel Jones' quarterback squad here in 2021. Going over or under? Well, real quick, Jason, first, is there anyone even still alive when there was a New York baseball Giants at this point? Is there <laughs> even anyone still alive when that was still a thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of people. Let's see. When did they move out of there? In the 50s? So basically, if you're born probably 1950 or earlier, so that makes, I mean, anybody 70 or 71 years old right now or, or older, uh, they, they remember the New York Giants. They probably watched them play. All right, all right, all right. So now that I just um, annoyed a g- uh, probably a chunk of our audience. We love our seasoned citizens, Kev. We both can endorse <laughs> that. We love our seasoned citizens. We want to yes. keep them listening for a long yes. time. Yes, yes, we most certainly do. <laughs> all right, so um, with that being said, the Giants at seven wins. Um, Oh, Jason, I mean, th- this is tough. I mean, this is going to be a do-or-die year for Daniel Jones. Um, we have to hope that Saquon Barkley is going to be healthy. Actually, the Giants are going to have to hope that uh, Saquon Barkley is going to be healthy. But um, I could see them getting seven wins, Jason. It's going to be tough, um, but I think they're they're going to have to get the vast majority of that inside their division. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead and I will say they will get eight wins. So I will go ahead and I will take the over. Okay, Kev locked in for the over of seven on the Giants. I'm going the other way on this one. I like the under. Daniel Jones has not proven to me he's an NFL quarterback. Uh, Saquon Barkley healthy will certainly help the Giants, but I I think they go under even in a bad division. The Eagles, another NFC East foe, six and a half wins for the Philadelphia Eagles in 2021. Over or under, Kevin? Um, oh, this one, Jason, I think I am going to have to take the under. I mean, they start off with a rough game having to go to Atlanta playing the Falcons, Niners. I mean, yeah, they had the Cowboys, but then they had like the Chiefs, Panthers, Bucks. Even the Raiders is going to be a difficult challenge for a team that young and that inexperienced, Jason. So I'm going to go ahead and I will have to take the under just because we don't know about Jalen Hurts yet as a full-time starter. And on top of that, I mean, this Eagles team is not what it once was. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll take the under. All right, Kevin, under with the Eagles. Nick Sirianni, a first-year head coach. I'm going to say over here. Uh, I know they've got some quarterback issues. There's no doubt about that. Jalen Hurts is a guy they hope can step up and be the guy. But this is a bad division. So if I had the Giants going under, I'm going to have the Eagles get into seven. And I'll remember, seven and ten wins you this bet. So I'm going to take the over on the Eagles. The Falcons, seven and a half victories here in the NFC South in 2021. Kevin, do you believe in Matt Ryan or do you not believe in Matt Ryan? Um, well, 
Again, I know we don't really talk fantasy on the on this one, Jason, but I kind of don't really have much of a choice now because Matt Ryan is one of my quarterbacks for my fantasy team, so I don't really have much of a choice. But, I mean, also is that he's always been a good regular season quarterback for the most part, Jason. I mean, I know he does have that one MVP season, but also I think the Falcons offense, I know they're losing Julio Jones, but they do have, remember, they do have my pick for rookie of the year. Um, so I think that um, I will go ahead and I will take the over on seven and a half wins. I think that they can, uh, I think they can pick up eight or nine wins. All right. Kevin locked in with the over for the Falcons of seven and a half victories. This is a tough division. So I'm going to say under here, losing Julio Jones. He, of course, now with the Tennessee Titans. Matt Ryan can still win you some football games. There's no doubt about that. I don't think he's great, but he's he's average to above average in the National Football League still. But I'm still going to go under here. I think the Falcons are going to have some issues in that division. Panthers, seven and a half victories, Kevin. Sam Darnold, the new quarterback down there. Uh, how do you think it works out for the Panthers here in 2021? Well, Jason, I'll be honest. I think this is going to go poorly. Um, I mean, I know they played the Jets and the Texans two out of their first three games. So, I mean, that's definitely going to help. Then they have to play the Saints, Eagles, Vikings, Giants. I mean, these are teams that are probably comparable to their skill level, but I don't believe in Sam Darnold. I, I don't think New York did either. I think that's why he's on Carolina at this point. And as much as everyone likes to give Christian McCaffrey a lot of credit, and he is very good, he is just one man. And I do not think he's going to be able to be enough to elevate this team where they need to go. So I will go ahead and I will pass. I'll take the under. Yeah, I'm going to go under here, too, for Matt Rule's squad. They won five games last year. Sam Darnold has not proven to me again that he is an NFL starting quarterback and a lot of injury issues with the Jets, but going under with the Panthers. Cardinals, eight and a half victories for Kyler Murray's squad, coached by Cliff Kingsbury in a tough division. Can the Cards make it to nine, Kev, or are you going under? Um, Jason, again, I'm going to have to go under, and it's not due to lack of trying on the Cardinals' part. I think they are definitely a solid football team. I think they could potentially be a playoff team, you know, sneak into a wild card or something like that this year. But, I mean, that division's just too tough. And on top of that, some of their uh, out-of-division out of games, I mean, like the Titans, the Browns, the Packers, um, even, the, even the Bears and the Lions and the Colts to that extent, Jason, I just don't see them having enough games where they're going to pretty much be able to handily beat the teams they're going against. So I'm going to have to take the under once more. All right, Kevin on the under. This is one of the hardest ones in, from my perspective that we've done. I am going to go over. I don't feel very good about it, but I can see the Cardinals get to nine victories. Although like Kevin said, it's a very tough division, but I do think they have some talent and Kyler Murray is an up and coming quarterback. So I'm going to say over as we continue on state lines. He's Kevin Berger. I'm Jason Gotch. Seahawks, 10 victories in 2021 for Pete Carroll's team. What do you think, Kevin? Oh man. I will go ahead and I will say the over for this one, Jason. I don't feel very good about saying the over either, mostly because who knows how Russell Wilson is going to be in the second half of the season. I believe we talked about it last week. The first eight, nine weeks of the season, he's always fantastic. He's always in the MVP conversation. And then as soon as the second half of the season comes, it's just like he, he just runs out of gas or his team runs out of gas or what have you. Injuries pile up, et cetera. So I don't feel good about it, but I will say that the Seahawks can definitely get double digits, so I will take the over. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way here. I see exactly what you're saying, Kev, but and, and they usually do go over this number, but I think, again, in that tough division, getting to 11 wins is going to be tough. If they go 10-7, and seven, you get your money back. So I'm going to bet that they go under. 
uh, nine and eight or worse here in 2021. The Chargers, nine and a half victories, as Arnold Schwarzenegger once said, go Chargers, go. Nine and a half wins for the Chargers in LA in 2021. What do you think? Oh, you know what, Jason? Because I'm taking a look at their schedule, and I definitely could see them doing it. So I will take the over. I mean, they're helped out in three of their first four weeks. They're playing Washington, the Cowboys, and the Raiders. Um, so that's three wins right there. The, I think a lot of these games, Jason, are going to be close. That's the one thing I'm going to caution people on. If you're looking to bet some money on the Chargers, I think a lot of these games are going to be really, really close, and they're going to have to rely on Justin Herbert to take that next step. But I will go ahead. I will put my faith in the Chargers, and I say they will be able to get to double digits. I think they'll be able to get 10 wins. All right, Kevin locked in with the Chargers for 10 victories. I'm going to go ahead, and I'm going to say that they go over as well. I think that's going to be a pretty tough division, but I could see them going 10 and 7. So I'm going to go with the Chargers over the 9.5. Ravens, 11 wins. A lot of confidence here from the gamblers for John Harbaugh's team. How do you see it, Kevin? Well... Oh, you know what, Jason? I uh, I am going to say no. I'm going to take the under, and the only reason being is we don't know how much Lamar Jackson has worked on his passing game. Um, we already know how athletically gifted he is. We already know how much he can run the football. He knows how to lead a team. The big question is, is has he learned to throw the football at, an, at a truly NFL perennial MVP type level? Because if he has, then, it, then it's over with. And that division is the Ravens to lose by a long shot. So I will go ahead and I will take the under only because of the uncertainty, in my opinion, surrounding Lamar Jackson's improvement of his skill set. Yeah, I like the under here, too. I think the Bengals are going to be a little better if Burrow stays healthy. The Browns, maybe not as good as last year, but I think the Steelers might be able to surprise a little bit. So I'm going to go under the 11 victories for the Ravens. We come back, lots of fun prop bets for our Bet It or Drink It segment. Got some NFL talk around the corner right after this. Don't go anywhere. More sports gambling talk coming up on State Lines. Staying connected is important in today's world. Whether it's hearing the news of a new baby in the family or calling work to let your boss know you're running late, phone and internet service keep you connected with your world. At AT&T, we know that some Americans face life every day without the comfort and security of having a phone or internet service. In certain areas, you may be able to reduce your phone or internet bill with a lifeline discount if you are in a qualifying low-income household. Additional discounts of up to $25 may be available to those living on federally recognized tribal lands where AT&T offers Lifeline. To find out more about Lifeline and other AT&T products and services, call us at 800-288-2020 or go to att.com slash Lifeline if you have access to the Internet. Lifeline is a government benefit program and willfully making false statements to obtain this benefit is punishable by fine or imprisonment and could result in termination of Lifeline service. Lifeline enrollment requires certain eligibility documentation and is non-transferable. Limited to one discount per household. AT&T services, including Lifeline, are not available in all areas. Other restrictions apply. And now, back to State Lines with Jason Gotch and Kevin Berger. Great to have you aboard as we roll along on State Lines here along with Kevin Berger. My name is Jason Gotch. 
Let's get to some college football. I know a lot of the fans here in Illinois are excited about the college game being in progress as well as we have a few games to talk about. Last week, Kevin and I both hit our prediction in Notre Dame and Florida State. We both liked the Seminoles plus the points, and they covered. We both also had UTSA plus the points against Illinois, and they won the game outright. So our college picks are looking pretty good right now. And Kevin, let's get right to it. Notre Dame minus 18 and a half, minus 1,000 on the money line against Toledo, returns plus 650 on Saturday in South Bend, 1.30 p.m. kickoff, Central Time. Total in the game, 52 and a half. How do you see the Irish and the Rockets lining up on Saturday? Well, um, Jason, all I'm going to say is that if Notre Dame does not beat Toledo, then we got a lot bigger problems than, uh, than they have a lot of bigger problems than whatever else is going on. But um, in terms of the gambler's perspective, I mean, if you wanted, I guess I could see maybe throwing 50 bucks down on Toledo to, you know, it's like a trap game sort of thing. Notre Dame did have a very emotional roller coaster up against Florida State and Tallahassee in overtime. Maybe you catch them in a classic trap game scenario where Notre Dame's completely overlooking Toledo. I mean, they don't really have a big opponent to look forward to because they still have Purdue next week. But, um, I mean, if you're going to put any money down on this game at all, I would say you put uh, you put some bucks down on Toledo to win at the plus 650. But otherwise, there's not nearly enough on Notre Dame's side to warrant me putting any of my money down on them. I really like Toledo plus the 18 and a half here for some of the reasons that you said, Kev. I think Toledo is actually one of the more underrated teams in the country this year. They're very good for a max squad. And like you said, this is a sandwich game, letdown spot after the big win at Florida State last weekend. And with Purdue coming up, Purdue's not great. But this is a look-ahead spot. You're getting, you know, two and a half touchdowns here if you're taking Toledo. They don't even really have to keep the game all that close. Just lose by a couple touchdowns or a little bit more. So, yeah, give me the Rockets here plus the 18 and a half. Illinois with a 10 a.m. You heard me right. 10 a.m. Central Time start in Charlottesville on Saturday at Virginia. First road game of the year and first road game for Illini coach Brett Bielma leading the program. Illinois plus 10, plus 310 on the money line. The total's 55. Illinois beat Nebraska week one. Disappointing outright loss last week to UTSA. What do you think about Brett Bielma's squad here, Kev? You like him plus the double digits or are you thinking Cavaliers? Oh, you know, you know what, Jason? I am going to put some faith in Brett Bielema and U of I, and I will go ahead and I will take them in this game on the plus 10. I mean, it's very good. I mean, it's good return, plus 310 if it hits. Um, and I think he's going to be able to use last week as a really good teaching moment. I mean, let's be honest here. I think that U of I, that the, some of the players on Illinois – they did get a little bit cocky when they beat a team who, I mean, they are may or may not have been supposed to have beaten. I mean, I think they said that it was the first time Illinois has beaten Nebraska two straight years since the 1920s. So um, I think that he's going to be able to use that as a very good teaching moment. I think they're going to come out motivated. They're going to come out fired up. And I think they're going to be able to take it to Virginia. So I will go ahead and I will take uh, the University of Illinois on the plus 10 on uh, plus 10. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm going Illinois plus 10 as well. Virginia rotates three or four quarterbacks for Bronco Mendenhall's team. They say if you know if you got if you don't have if you have two quarterbacks, that means you got none. If you got three or four, I don't know what it says about your offense. But yeah, I'm gonna take Illinois here plus the double digits. I don't know if they win, but I love the plus 10 for the Illini. Northwestern, very disappointing national TV game uh, last Friday night, Labor Day weekend. 
as they lost at home to Michigan State. So the Cats 0-1 overall. They're going to try and get right here. Home game against an FCS opponent, Indiana State, on Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff at Ryan Field in Evanston. Northwestern, minus 26.5, minus 3,000 on the money line. Indiana State, plus 1,300, total of 45. Uh, obviously a lopsided matchup on paper here. Kevin, how you playing this one, if at all? Well, um, Jason, I would actually go ahead and I will take uh, I would take uh, Indiana State on uh, the plus uh, 26 and a half. I mean, you have to keep it within a, almost essentially a 30-point game, and uh, they're going to cover. Um, I, I think that they can do that because I don't think Northwestern's offense is all that, is all that great. Um, it's never been the feature part of a Pat Fitzgerald coach team. It's always been about the defense. So um, I would go ahead and I would throw a couple bucks down on Indiana State to cover to cover the spread. All right, Kevin locked in with the Sycamores from Terre Haute, Indiana. Indiana State getting the 26 and a half. I'm going to go under here. Yeah, Northwestern's offense is not very good. I don't know if Indiana State's going to score all that much against uh, Northwestern. So give me the under of 45 in Northwestern and Indiana State. Let's get right to it with some NFL games for week number one. The Steelers plus 250 at the Bills, Kevin, who are minus six and a half, minus 320 on the money line. Total 48 and a half, noon kickoff central time. Steelers hoping for some rejuvenation. The Bills have Super Bowl aspirations with their young quarterback, Josh Allen. Give us your thoughts on this matchup. Well, Jason, I think this could be one of the best games of week one. Um, it's going to be, you know, that veteran um, that veteran Steelers team up against the young up and coming uh, Buffalo Bills, but um, I kind of like um, the Steelers on uh, the plus uh, the plus the plus six and a half. I think they could definitely keep it within a touchdown, especially with how good that Steelers defense usually always is. Um, and also, Jason, I mean, keep an eye on that plus two fifty for them to win outright. It, I would not be terribly shocked if the Steelers managed to pull out this game outright. So I will go ahead and I would um, put some money down on, on the Steelers plus six and a half. Okay, Kevin is locked in with the Steelers plus six and a half. You know what? If the Steelers do keep it close, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they win. So that plus 250 is tempting. But I've still got to go with the Bills here. They're at home. Uh, we we don't know what that Steelers offense is, is quite going to look like here in week number one. Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger is still a real good player, but at 39 years old, we'll see how, how he fares this year. And I just like the Bills. I think Sean McDermott might be the most underrated coach in the National Football League. He's done a great job turning around a franchise that was dead for a generation. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs from a span of 1999 until, I believe, 20, 2017 or 2018. So uh, he, he's done great, and I think the Bills are going to win this game. Give me the Bills to cover it, minus six and a half. Let's go with the Vikings next, Kevin. The Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings are minus three, minus 160 at the Cincinnati Bengals. Paul Brown Stadium, the Bengals return plus 140. The total's 47. It's a noon kickoff central time. Joe Burrow hoping he's healthy and ready to go here. Bengals are hoping they've got their franchise quarterback looking like he did before he got hurt last season. A lot of pressure on Mike Zimmer to win this year. He's been in Minnesota a long time. Uh, they've never really made a run at a Super Bowl. How does this play out in week one for both these squads? Well, Jason, I think I think this is gonna be um a good a good test for Joe Burrow, especially mentally to see how confident he actually is in that knee and in the offensive line. 
And I think he's going to show up, and I think he's going to answer the call. I think Cincinnati, they have a lot of young talent, especially at the receiver position. Uh, I think they're going to come out and they're going to be throwing the ball all over the field. So I'm looking at um, the Bengals plus three. I know it's minus 105, so it's not that great of odds. But also, if we're looking at plus three for them, um, the plus 155 for the Bengals to win the game outright, I think that looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the Bengals here, too. And I think when you look at Minnesota to be a road favorite here, one thing you're going to hear from me, Jason Gotch, a lot as we do state lines and along with my co-host, Kevin Berger. But from my perspective, I love looking at home dogs in the National Football League. Look, these teams, a lot of these teams we talk about, they're pretty darn close in talent. you got a few elite teams, a few real bad teams, and everybody else is pretty close. So if you're giving me a team plus three points here when I think they might actually be equal to the team they're playing, which I think is the case here with the Vikings and the Bengals, I'm going to roll with the team getting the points on their own field. And Cincinnati's not great at drawing crowds, but they should have a pretty good crowd here at Paul Brown Stadium for week number one. And again, Minnesota with a lot of pressure and Kirk Cousins, we've seen uh, him be hit or miss at times in his career. I think the Bengals, uh, I love them plus the three, and I think they got a great chance to win the game outright, but I don't want to try the plus 140. Little too much risk there for me. Just give me the Bengals plus the three points as a cushion. The Ravens, this is a Monday nighter here, Kev. This is the Monday night game this week, 7.30 p.m. Central Time kickoff. Uh, the Ravens are minus four, minus 220. The Raiders return plus 180 on the money line. The total's 50 and a half. The Las Vegas Raiders hosting their opener in 2021. How do you think this fares? Well, Jason, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm going to be going with the home dog on this one because, I mean, the as you said, it's the Raiders' home opener. If I remember correctly, this is going to be the first game where they're going to be allowed to have fans in their brand-new stadium. You cannot tell me that they're not going to come out fired up um, and, and want to take it to the Ravens. So I think plus four on the spread, keeping it within a t almost essentially a touchdown game, um, minus 110. I'm looking at the Raiders plus four, minus 110, and also just something to keep an eye on. The money line is plus 180 on your return if they manage to win the game outright. So I think if they can keep it within a touchdown, I think they have a great shot to win, so I'll take the plus four. All right, Kevin with the plus four on the Raiders. I'm going to go actually with the Ravens in this one. I just have not been impressed with what John Gruden has done in his first few seasons with the Raiders. Plus, you throw on Derek Carr is so inconsistent. Uh, Ravens want to make a statement on national TV. The plus four scares, or minus four for the Ravens scares me for a little bit. The plus four for the Raiders. Again, the home dogs, I always look at them close, but I think I'm going to go with the Ravens here. In fact, I will. Ravens minus four for Jason Gotch in the Monday Nighter. Now let's get to our bet it or drink it segment regarding some prop bets. Would you rather bet the following props or do you want to keep the money in your beer slash food fund? Let's face it, you go to the bar with your buddies to watch these games. You don't want to be having your, your hand out or the alligator arms when the bill comes saying you can't afford it. So you can't bet all your money. You got to put some in the beer fund. So let's get to a few props here. Kev, bet it or drink it. More passing yards for the season. Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold? Do you oh. like this one? You going to bet it or are you going to stay away? Oh, you know, uh... You know what, Jason? I think I'm going to keep that in my beer fund because I could see them both getting more than the other for two completely different reasons. Baker Mayfield, because he has way more talent in his receiving core than Sam Darnold. But I could also see Sam Darnold having more because I feel like his team is going to be trailing a lot more and they're going to want to pass a lot more in Carolina. So I, I, at risk of losing my money either way, I'm going to keep it and I'm going to spend it at the bar. 
All right, I'm going to go Baker Mayfield here again. Sam Darnold just hasn't shown me enough, although the Browns run the ball a lot, so uh, that is something to keep in mind, but I'm still going to go with Baker Mayfield. Chargers plus 450 to win the AFC West. Remember, they got the Chiefs in that division. That's a tough opponent, but Chargers return you 450 on a $100 bet to win the AFC West. Taking it, Kev, or sitting it out? I am going to go ahead and I'm going to sit out this one again, Jason. I know it's it's boring for me to have to say no two things in a row, but there's no way that the Chargers, I think, are going to be able to win that division. Unless the, unless the Chiefs just have a complete and utter collapse, I do not see the Chargers being able to win that division. I had a similar bet with one of my friends that he's talking about Justin Herbert winning the MVP, um, and I – thought he was absolutely ridiculous when it comes to that so i'm gonna stick with my guns here and i'm gonna say no to the chargers all right no on the chargers for kevin i'm with you kev you gotta have some money in that beer fund and this one just it just is, does not look like a good bet for me from the value or the team perspective so no i'm gonna sit that one out as well here's another one for you steelers plus 500 to win the afc north five to one odds for pittsburgh to win it they've won it a lot over the years bet it or drinking it now, this one, Jason, you know what? I think I can go ahead and I will bet this one. And the reason being is the AFC North, I think, year in and year out, is one of the most consistently competitive divisions in the NFL. All those division games, they're always close. They're always competitive. They're always hard hitting. And you know what? I would not be surprised if the Steelers, you know, sneak a couple wins here and there. Maybe some injuries happen around the league. A couple breaks fall their way. I could see them possibly pulling out the AFC North. And hey, I mean, $100 to win $500 back. I mean, I'd even throw $50 bucks down on this to get $250 back. So I will go ahead and I will bet this one. I will join you. I'll put $50 to win $250. The Bengals aren't winning that division. The Browns could slip a little bit. The Ravens, if Lamar Jackson doesn't play up to expectations, could be in trouble. So yeah, for those odds, I'll take a chance on the Steelers, 50 to win 250. Final one for you for this segment, Kevin. Any division to have four playoff teams. Remember, now three wild cards in each conference of the NFL. So this is theoretically possible. Any division to have four playoff teams. No is minus 2,000. Yes is plus 900. What do you think? Um. Oh, God. You know what, Jason? I am going to go ahead and I will say no and the reason being is I don't think there's a division that has four teams that are good enough to all get into the playoffs. Um, I know I just said the AFC North is the most competitive, but I think the AFC, there's a lot of good teams all across the conference, so I don't think that's going to happen. The NFC, the NFC North, no. Um, the NFC East, absolutely not. I mean, if they didn't have to have a representative for the NFC East, then they wouldn't even have had a team from their division at all in the playoffs last year. Um, NFC West, I think you could have two, maybe three, but all four teams from a division in the playoffs, I don't think so. I am going to sit it out just because that no minus 2,000 is not worth me risking that much. The one division I would look at where this is possible is the one you just mentioned, Kevin, is that NFC West. Look, uh, we've seen the Seahawks in the playoffs a lot over the years. The Rams certainly have a chance to make it back there again. Uh, the 49ers I could see in there and the Cardinals. But do I think they all make it? No. So I'm going to pass on this one. When we come back, we'll preview more NFL games, give you our three best bets of the week, all that and more right after this. You are listening to State Lines. We'll be right back.
Staying connected is important in today's world. Whether it's hearing the news of a new baby in the family or calling work to let your boss know you're running late, phone and internet service keep you connected with your world. At AT&T, we know that some Americans face life every day without the comfort and security of having a phone or internet service. In certain areas, you may be able to reduce your phone or internet bill with a lifeline discount if you are in a qualifying low-income household. Additional discounts of up to $25 may be available to those living on federally recognized tribal lands where AT&T offers Lifeline. To find out more about Lifeline and other AT&T products and services, call us at 800-288-2020 or go to att.com slash Lifeline if you have access to the internet. Lifeline is a government benefit program and willfully making false statements to obtain this benefit is punishable by fine or imprisonment and could result in termination of Lifeline service. Lifeline enrollment requires certain eligibility documentation and is non-transferable. Limited to one discount per household. AT&T services including Lifeline are not available in all areas. Other restrictions apply. You are listening to State Lines. We return to Jason Gotch and Kevin Berger. We continue here on State Lines. Great to have you aboard. He's Kevin Berger. I'm Jason Gotch. One thing we're going to be doing every week. Yeah, we're going to get to our three best bets of the week coming up in a few minutes here, preview some more games. But we're going to have a little bit of fun because everybody talks about the good teams all the time. Everybody wants to give those teams their deal. On State Lines, you fans of the bad teams, we got you covered. Every week we're going to do a toilet bowl in National Football League competition, our, our bad matchup of the week with the bad teams. And, Kev, i got to give you props because you mentioned talking about this game because they are bad to get this segment going. And uh, we'll do it every week. But this is a good one. Look, AFC South, the Texans are hosting the Jaguars. Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence's first game. Jags are minus three on the road in Houston. The total's 45. The Jags are minus 180 to win. The Texans plus 155 returning to win the game outright. Tyrod Taylor has bounced around the NFL forever, starting quarterback for the Texans with Deshaun Watson having the off-the-field issues. So how do you see this toilet bowl? Who's going to you know, flush? This is probably a double flusher here for NFL fans on a Sunday. <laughs> how do you see it playing out? Well, um, Jason, I'm actually looking at the Texans plus three, I know, and minus 105. Only because they're a home team. I know it's Tyrod Taylor. He hasn't exactly had the greatest NFL career, but I think he's a solid starter for now. Um, He definitely has more NFL experience than Trevor Lawrence. And as I think Trevor Lawrence has discovered, even in just the preseason games, the NFL is a whole different beast. He doesn't have the best offensive line protecting him, nor is he throwing to the best weapons on on the outside either. So um, I can actually see the Texans winning this game, number one, due to just the Jags' lack of talent, for lack of a better word, on offense. The Texans being at home, they're going to have a crowd, and I think their defense is not awful. So I will go ahead and I will take the Texans in this game, plus three at uh, minus 105. I'm going to go on a limb here, and I'm going to go further with the Texans, Kev. I'm going to take them plus 55 to win the game outright. I think the Texans got a great shot here. Their new coach, nobody knows who he is. His name's David Culley. He's bounced around forever as an assistant coach. He's going to turn 66 years old next week. How about that? A guy who's going to be 66 next week, getting his first chance to be an NFL coach. How can you not cheer for a guy like that? 
just uh, when you when you're watching a football game. But for a more serious gambling perspective, yeah, the Jaguars a lot of new here. Urban Meyer on the road first NFL game. Trevor Lawrence first NFL game. I think the Texans pull a little bit of surprise at home. I like the Texans in the toilet bowl plus one fifty five to win. Now a couple of games involving better teams. This one's a, a good matchup. The Browns are plus five and a half, plus two twenty at the Chiefs, minus two seventy five for Kansas City. Total 54 and a half, 325 central time kickoff. This is a rematch of a divisional playoff game of the AFC last year where the Chiefs squeaked by the Browns and route to eventually making the Super Bowl. Uh, how do you see it playing out? Browns revenge time or Chiefs roll? Oh, no, uh, Jason, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, even from just the fans' perspective for me, this isn't even speaking from a gambler's perspective. From the fans' perspective, I think this is going to be the Chiefs, games to, the Chiefs game to lose. Um, so I, I would take them minus five and a half. Um, I, I definitely see them being able to keep it close. If not outright win. I know the Browns look good, especially at the plus two twenty to outright win. But I mean, between Patrick Mahomes, the chiefs high powered offense and their very, very good defense. I don't see the Browns being able to pull this one out, especially if they're going to arrowhead, which as we know is one of, if not the hardest places, outdoor stadiums to play at, to play at in the NFL. I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Give me them minus the five and a half. I think Kansas City is going to come out and give the Browns a real tough matchup here in week number one. The Browns kind of caught them napping, uh, I think, last year in the playoffs. Not going to happen this time around. Give me the Chiefs minus the five and a half. Here's a good matchup for you. The Dolphins, AFC East at the Patriots. Dolphins plus three, plus 155. On the money line, Patriots return minus 180 on the money line. Totals 43 and a half, 325 central kickoff. Dolphins got some quarterback issues. Mac Jones, the starter from day one in New England. Belichick and company, your pick here, Kevin. Are you look, thinking about Brian Flores and the Dolphins? Um, Jason, I'm going to go ahead and I will take the Patriots minus, minus three. Um, the other, the big reason being is I think Mac Jones, he's going to come out confident. He knows his head coach and his offense coordinator believe in him. But also the big thing for me is I believe this was as of two years ago that Bill Belichick going up against quarterbacks under the age of 25, which I believe Tua is either 24 or 25. He, I think he has lost one game in his entire career going up against quarterbacks that are under the age of 25. So I don't see him uh, changing that any differently. This Patriots defense is still one of the best coached and one of the best in the game. Um, so I think this defense is going to be able to take a lot of pressure off Mac Jones, keep Tua and the Dolphins off the scoreboard. And let me go ahead and take the Patriots minus three. I join you. I like the Patriots minus three. I think Mac Jones gets it done in his first game at home. And I think those quarterback issues are going to come back to bite uh, the Dolphins here in week number one. So give me Jason Gotch the Patriots minus the three. This is State Lines. He's Kevin Berger. I'm Jason Gotch. It's our time in the show where we give you our best bets against the spread. In the preseason for those three weeks, I was 7-2 and two against the spread. So, hoping to keep it hot here as the regular season starts. But I am going to turn over the floor to you, Kev. Give me your first best bet of the week. Well, Jason, uh, my first one is actually going to be um, one of, I think, the best games that's going to happen like from a, fans, from a football fan's perspective in week one. Um, it's going to be one of the noon games, of course, one of the several noon games that's going to happen on Sunday. Out, um, actually, just down a little bit ways south from us, uh, Arizona versus Tennessee. Um, the line is set at the Titans are actually minus three. Um, in this game, 
plus 100 actually on the, um, on the spread. So I will go ahead and I will take the Titans minus three in this game, plus 100 if it hits. So I think that's that looks like a pretty decent uh, pretty decent line right there, especially with Derrick Henry being well-rested after uh, being only, I believe, the fifth player in NFL history to get 2,000 yards. The Titans do have Super Bowl hopes and Kevin on them for week number one as they kick off their campaign. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Bengals plus the three points against the Minnesota Vikings. Again, this is one of those matchups where I look at it and I say, as we talked about a little bit earlier on in the program, I think these two teams are pretty equal and the Bengals are at home. So I'm going to go ahead and take Cincinnati. I think they they come out in Paul Brown Stadium and, and get a cover over the Vikings. It wouldn't surprise me if they won the game outright, but I'll take the Bengals plus the three. Pick number two for Kevin Berger right now. Um, well, Jason, uh, moving on, another noon game for me. This one's going to be happening on the East Coast. It's actually a team that we just mentioned earlier in the program. Um, it's the Chargers versus the Washington football team. Aside from the fact that I have a disdain for the Washington football team because they still haven't picked a name for themselves yet. Um, I'm taking a look at the Chargers in this one, Jason. I know the the spread is actually only one point either way. The odds aren't terrible for the Chargers, minus 115. But I'm actually looking at the spread. It's 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 a meager $100. But hey, if it hits, then you get 100 bucks. So I would throw 50 bucks on this game to get 50 bucks back. I'll take right. the Chargers on the money line. Yeah, Kevin locked in with the Chargers on the money line. Interesting pick. I like it. I'm going to go with my second pick for the Patriots. I just mentioned the reasons why a moment ago, and we talked about the game earlier in the segment. But I like the Patriots minus three. I think Mac Jones is going to do very well in his first game. And I think the Dolphins might struggle offensively against that Patriots defense. So give me the Pats minus three in the opener over the Dolphins in Foxborough. Kev, your final pick for week number one. And Jason, my final pick is, again, I'm going to be staying consistent here, 12 o'clock on one of the noon slates on Sunday. It's going to be in the um, AFC South, uh, specific or at AFC South, NFC South. I'll have to go with between the Falcons and the Eagles. So I guess you could say the Battle of the Birds in this one. Um, I'm looking at Atlanta minus three and a half. I know it's minus 105, so it's not great odds, but not terrible. My, minus three and a half for Atlanta over on um, the Eagles. I definitely expect the Falcons uh, to cover that, to cover that. All right. Kevin is locked in with his third pick. I'm going to wrap it up by taking the Saints plus the three and a half against the Packers. Again, neutral site in Jacksonville was supposed to be a New Orleans game, but with the hurricane damage, they're going to go ahead and play this one in Jacksonville. I think Jameis Winston will do enough to cover this number against the Packers team that is Super Bowl hopes this year. So give me the Saints plus the three and a half. That'll do it for this edition of State Lines. Enjoy week number one of the NFL season. We will talk to you next week. He's Kevin Berger. I'm Jason Gotch. Enjoy the football, everybody. You've been listening to State Lines, a Franklin Media Group podcast. For more information, visit statelines.show. To start your own podcast, visit franklinmedia.group.